Hey everyone, and welcome back to Crossroads Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 2002 Britney Spears vehicle Crossroads one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we are at minute 37 today. Yes. Which I have starting with... So yesterday kind of ended with like the DJ doing like a scratchy scratchy thing. Yeah. Um, but on, on the, the... Turntable. Turntables. Yep. Thank you. And today opens with the opening notes of I Love Rock and Roll to where you can actually be like, oh, okay, I know what song they're doing. Right. That's okay. what I have. I know you're... Mine was a little, a little bit off. a little bit off, but like it, it all amounts to the same. Okay. Plus the distribution of the events in this minute needs to be regulated, so like Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I have it going through just before Lucy starts to sing. Like she walks up to the microphone and she's standing there waiting for it to be time to sing. And see that's what my last note is they decide Britney should sing. Like it's yeah. it's it's the same. I mean yeah. it's so weird. Yeah. My only note for today is that Mimi freezes. Right. And then they spend the whole minute, dis- she spends the whole minute arguing with Lucy over whether or not Lucy should take over. The first thing let's do is talk about I Love Rock and Roll. Okay. Uh, this is the Britney Spears version. Yep. From the album Britney, which was mm-hmm. her third album, which we've already talked about is sort of the unofficial official soundtrack. All the songs from this movie are on that, are on yeah. that album. Yeah. Basically. Um, it hit number 13 in Australia, number 7 in Germany, number 8 in Ireland, number 15 in Switzerland, and number 13 in the UK, and it is certified gold in Australia. Interesting. It made okay. no chart up impact in America whatsoever. It may not have even been released as an official single in like in America. I, I it was feel a, like it was. It was released as a single. Okay. But Billboard's charts were such back then... I don't know where they were, but like there was a time where you had to have like a physical I can buy this CD single. Oh. They wouldn't count it if, if you couldn't if you buy didn't it have, by if itself. you couldn't buy it by itself. So Got it. That is okay. all changed if you play the crap out of the 15th song on on an album because you they put they randomly put it in an episode of Lost or whatever, that song will chart and it'll be fine. Okay. Memes have made songs chart. Charts are so much cooler now than they were in 2001. Yeah. Um Anyways, so then my next note, so I have Mimi mumbles through the first part, Mm -hmm. and that note, I was like, wait, did I say Kit? Like, I was down there at the bottom, and I had said Mimi, and I was like, nice! Yeah. All of these notes, I've said Mimi. Nope. (laughs) Um, So then there's a guy who we've seen previously, and we will see again. He's at the bar, but in this minute, he yells, get off the stage! Yeah. That guy's name is Dave Allen. Okay. I know him from Freaks and Geeks. He is one of the hippie teachers in Freaks and Geeks, and he is great. Okay. He was apparently, his top three are, he was apparently in Bad Teacher. Dave Allen was also on a show uh, with Dave Koechner, who is Todd Packer on the American Office, uh, and is... Um, oh, 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 uh, uh, cowboy hat guy in Anchorman. Yes, the sports guy. Champ, Champ. kind. Right. And now I'm, now I'm second guessing that it was Dave Koechner. Crap. No, it was Dave Keckner. No, that that was in um that was in this this uh show with Dave Allen called The Naked Trucker and T Bones Show. Yep, that's him. Nice, cool. Two thousand seven. Ah, cool, good. Um, he played T Bones. Yeah, and Dave Dave Allen was the Naked Trucker. All right. Well. Um, then they're both on the cover. Uh, Dave Allen was also in four episodes of Gilmore Girls. He was okay. the second troubadour in three of them. <gasps> yeah, yeah, he was. I'm so happy when you know things. 
when I say things and you're like, oh, that connects with me. Yeah, he's the guy. He kind of looks like um, Garth from Wayne's World. If Garth from Wayne's World was like 40 years older. Yeah. 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 Uh, he also was the minister in 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 a, a fourth episode of Gilmore Girls. He was the second troubadour in three of them. And uh, the minister in one of them. Yeah, that, mean, that meant nothing to me, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's entirely possible that there was an episode where the second troubadour was also a minister. Right. Or it's possible that they just, you know... Cast him as the minister, too. Doubled up, right. much much like Doctor Who tends to do. I said, I know him from Freaks and Geeks. He's just done a bunch of things. Yeah. Like, he was in the uh, Friday I'm in Love video by The Cure. Okay. Um, I don't recognize him, but that was also 1992 or something. So, like, it was well before uh, yeah. he was in his old hippie era. era. And then my last note is, they have a whispered argument on stage, like, my children. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, Mom, Dad, can we perform a play for you? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. Don't know. I thought you were going to say that. Let, okay, let's say it together. One, two. Lady, ladies. Oh, I thought we were going to say it together. And you're just like, <laughs> what is my life right yeah. now? Um, have kids, they said. <laughs> right. It'll be so rewarding, they said. Per- performative. C- creative. They'll be great. Yeah. Anyways, it's, it's this. It's this, And like the crowd is just like not happy yeah and the lions are just their teeth are sharpening it's just like you're like someone sing please god yep. please god someone sing funny you should mention lions yes should we circle back to what they look like yes because kit okay i'm just gonna read my notes on this so kit just happened to have all this stuff in her suitcase right well she has four of them True, but like a cute little crop top for Lucy to wear, yeah. and you know we've seen the body glitter and such. Right. Um, she's got ma- apparently lace Madonna gloves for Brittany to wear or for Lucy to wear. Yeah, she's got like over the knee boots for Lucy to wear. Yeah, honestly, none of this is really that surprising except maybe the gloves. I I almost want to give Lucy that she had the gloves in her bag. From some sort of uh, Madonna Halloween, because she clear we've established she's a Madonna fan. Yeah, why so would she have them? If they were in her suitcase from something else, that's like there was maybe. A, a. They went to Comic Con. Can I she, posit something else? Yeah, they found them in the dressing room. Oh, perfect. Gross. <laughs> sure. Well, there was like over by Kit's makeup kit, there was like a pile of stuff that looked like it may have been like. There was like a feather boa type thing, like just costume. Yeah. It's type karaoke things. night. Yeah. Dress up. Yeah. But the reason I mentioned lions okay. is because Kit is wearing a one shoulder tank yeah. top with a lion on it. I'm pretty sure that was a doctored version of her pajama shirt. Because her shirt that she's been wearing as pajamas had a lion on it. And I'm pretty sure that she just cut it up to make a tank top. I did note the lion when they were in the bathroom. Yeah. Because um, right it doesn't ben. look like something Kit would wear. No. It's got to be Dylan's shirt. And she just hacked it all to pieces for this karaoke contest. Good. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Um, We talked uh, yesterday about the mysterious liquid that that someone pumped it, Kit pumped Uh in her hand. Yep. Something I do when I don't know about something is I just assume that I can, I'm going to say what I think based on nothing. And then you tell me if this is something that's real or not. Cool. Could she have put it in Lucy's hair to make Lucy's hair do that curly thing? No. I think she could have put it in Mimi's hair because Mimi's hair had sort of like a piecey 
thing going. She had it like kind of pulled up, but her bangs were like kind okay. of, it looked like it, Kit could have pumped some kind of pomade or wax or something okay. into her hand that would give Mimi's hair that more like PC textured look. Okay. But what Lucy's hair is doing is I have a tool upstairs that does this. It's essentially just a big crimping iron. Okay. So like, like the crimping irons from the 80s. I have one that's, it's like a one inch crimp barrels instead of like the little itty bitty crimp barrels. Okay, yep. And it does like a kind of wave thing like what Lucy's hair is doing. It takes a long time. I was going to say. Especially like they got hers pretty perfect. It's like her hair looks like if it was 2002. Yeah. And you were doing a karaoke contest and wanted to capture the vibe of 80s hair without actually having like fuzzed out sky high 80s hair sure okay that makes sense and so what they what they did to lucy's hair would not be a quick makeover right it would take i would say at assuming they even had this stupid tool that they need to do it and i can't imagine how else they would have done it because it's not it's not curls it's not ringlets it's like super tight waves right Almost like 20s finger waves, but like her whole head and not plastered against her head. There's some volume to it. So you would have to have a specific type of tool to be able to do this. And once you found the tool in Kit's suitcase, plugged it in, heated it up, I would say it would... I mean, it takes me probably 15 minutes to do that to my hair, and it doesn't look as good as Lucy's does. Well, they've had all day... Because they literally have had nothing to do since the previous afternoon. So they have had all... Li- oh, they so had- they've, they've just been spending the past 24 hours in this karaoke bar's yeah. dressing room? Exactly. So what, So when we see them getting ready to go out on stage in their old outfits, yeah. it's actually Monday afternoon. Right. Oh. All right. Behind the scenes question. Uh-huh. Is that a wig that Brittany's wearing? No. Or they would have done it to No, her that's hair? her hair. Okay. okay. If, if it's a wig, it's a really good one because it's... It's cut exactly like her hair is. Everyone listening to this show was not under the impression that I knew about hair. (laughs) But now it's like I took a pen and underlined and highlighted the whole paragraph where I don't know and just handed it back to them. (laughs) A blaze. (laughs) Here, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, But but you noticed that her hair looked different. I I did notice that. And I thought to myself, huh, that looks intricate. Yeah, it's, I mean, honestly, I don't, whatever her hair stylist did to her hair was with a much fancier version of whatever the thing I have upstairs is. Okay, let's do a timeline. Let's say we saw the previous scene in the dressing room and it was 6.30. Okay. Karaoke night starts at 7. Sure. Is that enough time to do that to her hair? Yes, if Mimi took care of her own makeup. Okay. 6 o'clock. Can... Easy. 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 Yeah. Okay. So it could, I mean, like, okay. But All it looked right. like they were about ready to go. Like, they were, like, ready to leave the dressing room. I mean, maybe they were going to go hang out at the bar with Ben and wait for karaoke night to start. Right. But then why are you in the dressing room? Right. Like, well, if the... you're not about to go on, I want to know how many dressing rooms <laughs> this bar has. <laughs> because, idea. say, 7 to 10 yeah. was the contest. Yeah. And this was f- less than five-minute performance. Right, because we did it in real time. Yeah. There's a lot of performances that can fit in a three-hour time period. Also, 
what a concept for a karaoke night for the second act. You, yeah. You pray that this isn't that that we got you got a Mimi mumbling situation and they leave the stage in disgrace so that you have any hope. Of making any money. Yeah, because they were clearly the first... Yeah, so the, the whole concept of this karaoke contest is if you like them, put money in the tip jar. If you don't like them, feel free to boo them off the stage. Right. And these girls are the opening act, I would assume, yeah. since he has just prior to them walking on stage... Said, announced... Hey, welcome to karaoke night. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, you yes. don't want to follow something like that. You don't want to be at the end of the night. No. When all of the tip money has been paid. Right. Because I'm thinking, man, the game theory behind this karaoke night is wild. Because if I'm, if I'm an audience member, mm-hmm. I'm actually probably a little relieved when, me, when Mimi chokes at first. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I don't have to put my $5 bill that I have reserved for this contest. Yeah. This is why I don't go to bars. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't have to. Okay, cool. Act two, we can we can make a judgment. But I feel like at some point you have to be like, this is the best I'm going to see tonight. Yeah. Or don't be stingy with your money like me. Um, or that. <laughs> like, you know, that that's I suppose that's another option, though it's hard for me to wrap my brain around it. Yeah. Um, because I think of it as voting. Anyways, I like the way the um, Battle of the Bands and that thing you do went a lot better. Yeah, I feel like... The people who go to this contest, it must be like their night of entertainment where right. like if you go gambling, you you go into like Vegas and you're like, I'm going to spend, you know, no more than X money. Right. I have X money. That is my entertainment gambling money. Right. So you go to this karaoke contest. You're like, all right, I've got a hundred bucks to dole out as I see fit. Right. And they're considering it. This is a three hour live concert. That's fair. That's a good, that's a good way to look at it. So, I mean, I imagine that in this little podunk Louisiana town, there's probably not a whole lot more interesting stuff going on on a Tuesday night. So this might be like the big entertainment night. And as, as we'll find out uh, in subsequent minutes, as far as we're concerned, this was the, they were the only act. Yeah, we don't get to find out <laughs> what any of the other acts do or did. Right. Because, because we will see... Next week, all of that you know, little little uh, spoiler for next week, but we will see all of them having come off stage and like hanging out with Ben and stuff. And I don't think there are any other people up on stage singing. I think it's just a DJ. Right. So I don't have anything else for today. I don't either. But I feel like I've learned a lot about uh, about karaoke hair. Yeah. Hair or karaoke. Karaoke. Yep. So. We have social media, though. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> we are on Twitter as a podcast at Crossroads underscore Min, but individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network. We have a bunch of great sibling shows that you can go check out, including... Side Character Quest. Yeah. This show is a... What a concept. It really... It's such an interesting <laughs> concept. It's one-on-one role-playing. Yep. And you play a character who is a side character from the title of a larger story that you don't get to play in. Yep. <laughs> yep. The, so, and by you, he means the person on... So Ty is the host right. and the DM. And then there are guests who come on for a handful of episodes to right. play their side quest. Right. And then they leave. That is the you to whom James is referring. Right. It would be wild if the podcast was Ty DMing you, the listener. 
That would that would be very wild. You'd have to have some kind of like a smart stuff soundboard situation. Right. That he would just like hit buttons <laughs> and hope that they worked. Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, not twenty. Oh, not one. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but like it's it's really wild to me to think about like the main story is happening mm-hmm. and Ty knows what's going on. Yep. But you're over here being a librarian. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ty's a really great DM. Yeah. It's a, it's a really fun show to listen to yeah. because he's he's a very, very good DM. Agreed. And yeah, so if you like actual play podcasts, that is one that you should check out. And it's kind of a fun juxtaposition to Myth Takes where it's like, everyone on the network is playing in this game. It's like, hey, it's Ty and like another person and that's it. It's chill. You can, you can, you know, there's not a lot of like introductions. It's like, hi, we're here to play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, let's start. Roll initiative. (laughs) I mean, pretty much. <laughs> also, the first arc is about a bird man, and yeah. I really, really love it. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is a race that I was unaware of yeah. until I listened to Side Character Quest. Yeah. Because it's not in, like, the generic player handbook. It must have it must be in an expansion somewhere. So go check out Side Character Quest. Yes. It's a great show. Yes. And all the other shows on the Scavengers Network. Indeed. Hey, Aaron. Yes. Let's go on the Side Character Quest of being best friends forever. We will. You succeeded critically. I don't know how DM works. Nat 20. Nat 20. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.